teach in diverse, in unusual scenarios. Really, if you have this, these opportunities, take them. Let me give you a couple of them that, uh, for me, have been, uh, it, it's been good to, to do. I, for 15 years back in Chambersburg, I, every Thursday evening, went to a Bible study, a prison Bible study. Let me tell you, when you're sitting in front of inmates, wide variety, all kinds of backgrounds and this and that and the other thing, it pushes you differently than when you're in a classroom of Anabaptist children uh, who have had some training and so forth. Uh, Methods change. Approaches change. In fact, in prisons, you learn to be really fast on your feet because you never know what's coming. <laughs> so that was one for me. Another one was I uh, went to uh, Sheila and I took a group, went to Canada one year, and I taught uh, Bible school up there among the natives. And never forget the running into a situation. I was supposed to teach eighth grade out at, uh, I believe it was uh, Popper Hill, and uh, got there there were no students. <clears throat> well, what fun! <laughs> so the the uh, gentleman in charge there said, um, "Hmm, I don't know what we'll do." Went to church on Sunday, and uh, there was a little cabin there, a little Indian cabin of some sort, walked out of the cabin. Here was a couple sitting there, a young Indian couple, probably, I don't know, early 20s, something like that. Uh, They were going to get married, ladies pregnant. And I couldn't understand them, but I asked the the person in charge there later on, what did they have to say? And he said, well, they want to become Christians. He said, I have an idea. (laughs) You have no students, right? And uh, these people are sitting around all the time. I'm thinking that maybe you could teach them. You could take this week and sit down and give them some. I gulped. I was a young man at that time and said, okay. It was a great experience. You know, those people did not know who Adam and Eve were. They honestly didn't. And they could barely speak English, for one thing. And then by the time we got... You know, I went back to my cabin that first night, and I said, now, wait a minute. How would you become a Christian if you don't even know who Adam... You never heard of Mary, nor Adam and Eve. How could that be? How do you teach these people who want to be Christians, who really know nothing about it? Where do you begin? Great experience for me. Really pushed me to some places that I hadn't been to before. Poland. We've been involved in Poland for a number of years, and they're spoken... or or taught an entire weekend seminar that needed to be translated. And if you've ever taught with a trans, when you you have to be translated, it makes you teach differently. You learn how to whittle out the stuff that's not important. You don't talk like I'm talking this morning. (laughs) Uh, You get that stuff down to a place where you're saying the essential things, you're trying to say them as clearly as possible. That's a good discipline for a teacher. It really is. Currently at Meadville Mennonite Chapel in town, you know, you know we're, we're, we're getting rubbing shoulders with the culture there. Uh, and by the way, I, it's, been a, it's been an eye-opener for me. These are people who are three and four generations from being churched. Uh, and that's a big difference. Uh, and you teach them quite differently than you do somebody who has been to church regularly for the last number of years. My point is, teaching diverse in unusual scenarios, it actually will it'll sharpen your skills as a teacher, and you'll you'll be in a 
a good place to move ahead on the learning curve. For more free resources that support teaching and learning, visit the docforlearning.org.